Hello. Good day to you. Hey, how's it going? Going great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> hmm. If I had to say, I'd say I'm listening to a band with a kind of soulful bluesy sound. <laughs> I've been listening all morning. The songs are sticking around. Oh, Dan Benjamin, you hear so frequently on Tuesdays in my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like uh, you know that TV show Good Times. Yeah, remember that from Temporary our childhood. Temporary layoffs. Yeah, yeah, has a similar kind of feel. Boy, I like this band a lot. They're one of my recommendations. I turned down my volume because people say they can hear my keyboard too much. Do I sound all right? You turned it down. Oh, I, I never. Dang you. Who said mm. that? Oh, I get notes. Let them send them to me. Let them come talk to me. Your notes. volume was great. It was the best volume I'd, you'd ever done. <sighs> all right. There's a little more. Yeah. Give me more. A little more. more. A little more spice on the meatball. Give me as much oh, as you can. He's a man on the other side of the internet with a microphone. Not alone. People like the ones where I sing. Yeah, they do. And where I prepare. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell the shit out of this band. They are yeah, really good. What band is it already? You gotta wait for recommendations. Okay, the goddamn bell. All right. Also, um, had some coffee. They are doing, um. Deconstruction? I think that's uh, that's not what they're doing. No. Uh, they're doing they're tearing things down next door, and sometimes someone is paid professionally to literally bang on the wall for five hours. <laughs> right, that's it. That's the yesterday's job. Roderick on the line. Thank you everyone for all the emails. <laughs> um, uh, right. Someone was literally banging on the wall. Pum 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 pum. And then it ended right when you hit stop, pum, and pum, the show was done, pum, wasn't it? Pum pum. <laughs> I'm hitting mute like a sucker. Anyway. Boy, I'm going to sell this band. This band is good. Um, How you doing? Good. Mm, 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 mm. Listen, this week, uh, we should cut to the chase. We, uh, do we have any follow-up? We got, you, you, you posted something here about um, Instapaper being acquired right. by Pinterest. Yeah, I just, you know, I thought it's sort of a PSA for our listeners since we've talked about Instapaper, and since it's something that I, I believe, if I remember correctly, you, you still use, I still use. Uh, you know. I, I add about 30 articles a day, and wow. I, I read as many as half an article a day. <laughs> no, I read, I, I do, I, I use it a lot, a lot, a lot. And especially, I have to say, on um, <clears throat> iOS 9 and later, the extension makes it so fast and easy. I really like it. Well, it has um, been acquired by Pinterest. Pinterest. And it will continue as its own app. They're not going to be folding them into one another, but... I don't know. I'm always a little, a little. Why do you, why do you, why do you acquire? Why do you? Why does one acquire an Instapaper? What are they getting? Is that an acquire? Is that a? I mean, how much is there to the actual tech? I mean, right. It's what are you they know. Buying? It, it. I think what what Instapaper did that other because I know that me and a lot of other people that I know had little bookmarklet things that would save. But what Instapaper, of course, did was it sort of stripped it down to make it very readable. And that, mm-hmm. was, that was the big plus. It wasn't just saving links. It was saving links and then converting them into something that you could read comfortably on a, on a device. 
Um, yeah, but they're I, I acquiring still... the, the team behind Instapaper. Right. And that is, it. it's not, they're not looking at it as like Instapaper as a business as much as the team, I guess. I uh, don't know anything but easy jokes about Pinterest, mm. but I could see them benefiting from a team who understands, I mean, just the most, one of the most obvious things. I, I bet it's harder than it looks to clean up a page. I mean, I I've think heard it's much Marco, harder. Marco talked about it back in the day on your program you did with him. And I, I think that, like you say, that was one of the hallmark features was, uh, I mean, it was also a service. So you could be just on a page and it would do the same bit. And uh, I imagine that's very challenging. And I bet that's the kind of thing. I, I mean, do you use Pinterest? Uh, not... For very much, I use it to find really good Umberto Ramos drawings of Spider-Man, uh, and that's and sometimes. But do you, do you like pin things? Do you bookmark nah, things? Do I you, want I I have the little thing installed, and I always forget to do anything with it. It's yeah. in my browser, but like I never, uh, I never click the little pin it thing, and then. Well, I'm just going to reveal how little I know or frankly care, but uh, you think about how a site like that works. It's like, here's a cute dress I put together, a cute outfit from looking at a bunch of sites. That like a thing. Mm-hmm. Or like, here's six kinds of puppies in storage for them or whatever mm-hmm. it is you put on Pinterest. <laughs> here's my ideas for renovating my microwave holder. So you go, you go to Pinterest and you say, I'm going to go pin this, right? And so I could see a lot of benefit in a super smart um, – well, think about the way uh, if you're the kind of person that uses an ad, uses an ad blocker. Like if you click on, um, you know, what's, what's the one I'm always clicking on block element. So you click block element and then you hover over something and it identifies, you know, by the divs and the descendants, what it is that you want to block. And I could see the same thing, something similar to that being super useful with Pinterest where like I'm imagining stuff like you could intelligently add multiple things from a page, add cards, uh, or whatever. What do they call that now? Like iOS 10 does this great thing now where when you send somebody a link, it sends a really cool, like, a, like an actual, like a Twitter type card. Um, so stuff like that, I bet, you know, yeah, I, but, think, uh, I think that that's a smart way to look at it. I think it has to be that type of integration or maybe they, like you said, maybe they're just like the talent. Maybe they're just like the people that were behind it and wanted them. I, it's funny, right when we were starting I, I the guess show... I, I guess I could read the link you sent me. <laughs> well, it, they don't talk about that per se, but right when they start the show, uh, right when they started the show, whoever they are uh, mm. today, uh, I, an email came through and it was from Instapaper saying Instapaper is joining Pinterest. And it, it pretty much says the same stuff in the article, but it says that... Of course, nothing as users changes, but it says the Instapaper team will be moving from Betaworks in New York to Pinterest in its headquarters in San Francisco. So hmm. they're definitely, you know, interested in, in that talent there. There's something that they want there. So, hmm. Well, you know, Hakuna Matata. Yeah. I hope, uh, I hope it goes great for everybody. Um, I'm adding, typing, and I'm uh, adding another uh, thing here. Okay. I'm adding a thing. Uh, so today, yeah. Oh, hi, how's it going? Good. Um, you need to needed to start late. I need to leave early. It's right. going to be a short episode, and um, I think we've done stuff like this before. I suggested it would be fun for us to talk about some recommendations. I love uh, this. Things. This is so. I'm so. Yeah, pumped I mean, to do I don't this. want to just be you know an Amazon affiliate store, but you know, there's there's like there's lots of good stuff out there, and I've got some gadgets. I've got a gadget, a band, a move, two movies, TV show, Twitter, a Tumblr, a Twitter to recommend, a Tumblr to recommend, a podcast, two apps, and a really really weird video. <laughs>
Okay. Really, really weird. You want me to start with the video? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go last with the video. No, do it first. You know, you know about Morgellons? Say what? Morgellons. You know about Morgellons? These are the... So when he went into the future, there were right. the, the people who were sort of zombies, and then there were people that controlled them, and they right. would hear the, the bell, and then they would walk over to those people, and they would, I don't know, they eat them or yeah, whatever. Yeah, same thing. It's the X-Men who live in the sewers. Okay. And uh, Morgellons are a situation that people supposedly have where uh, things happen with their skin. Uh, this is the thing Joni Mitchell thought she had, and it's where fibers uh, mysteriously come out of your skin. You grow mushrooms and crystals. People collect this in matchboxes and take it to their doctor and say, look, I've got Morgellons. The doctor says Morgellons are not a thing. And they say, why can't I find a doctor who understands my Morgellons? I discourage you from Googling Morgellons, M-O-R-G-E-L-O-N-S, because you can't unsee it. I found a video over the weekend that I'm currently... This is my... Suggest you one. It's a video called Morgellons Actually Explained. And I saw uh, you tweeting about this. Yes. This is a, a very uh, interesting presentation at a conspiracy conference where a woman explains uh, chemtrails. And she explains the things caused by chemtrails. One of the things caused by chemtrails is Morgellons. She uses graphic images and science to explain that those are filaments and fibers that are coming out. You might find a blue fiber coming out of your skin that probably caused by chemtrails. And so uh, that's, that's a talk you might want to watch if you're, if you're worried about your Morgellons, how you got them. For the people who are only familiar with this program. Yes. What is your interest in chemtrails? Can you detail that? Um, I don't really follow chemtrails. um, But the notion is, I think it depends how deep in, in the stack you want to go. But my, the basic understanding, I think, is that it has been scientifically proven that when you see a jet fly across the sky and it leaves a white, what we used to call a vapor trail in simpler times, that's actually chemicals because the government is run by lizard people who live under one of the poles. Mm. And they are in, putting chemicals into airplane fuel mm-hmm. because jet fuel can't melt morgelons. And so when it leaves that trail, people, the people in the know call that a chem trail because the lizard people are using that for reasons to, uh, I don't know, get us to not believe in chemtrails. I don't know. I mean, right. Instead of calling it a a contrail, which sounds bad anyway, it became chemtrail. Yeah. Why can't it be a pro tail? Does that have to be a contrail? And that, that, that what you, when you look up and especially when you see them crisscrossing, Oh, it's not yeah. just one lone plane by itself. It's that there's a lot of them that clearly that that has to be bad. And now I'm all for conspiracy theories. Hmm. I am I'm all in with most of them. Yeah. But conspiracy this theories one, are for they're for optimists. This, you have to be very optimistic to believe in conspiracy. Yeah, this theories. one is just and listen, I'm on board with I got UFOs, I got Bigfoot. I mean, yeah. throw one at me. I'll, let's talk about JFK. Let's talk about you know, whatever, whatever you want. Fluoride. I'm there. I'm on wifi, board with you. Wi-Fi allergies. But this one? Yeah. Total BS. Yeah, I don't know. I was watching that Werner Herzog movie uh, over the weekend about the internet and uh, the people who are allergic to Wi-Fi. And one lady, uh, one lady has to sleep on the floor because the ground rumbles with the right Hertzes uh, to keep you from uh, having symptoms of being allergic to Wi-Fi. Mm. Now, I'm being, um, I'm, I'm being a little glib here, uh, but... 
on the other hand, I, I'm genuinely fascinated by what's going on here. So it's and pronounced I think it's way more, too easy. Morgellon? I think I had to go to YouTube to one of those pronunciation videos. It's M-O-R-G-E-L-L-O-N-S. Now, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm, I'm torn. I saw my wife about this. I am definitely obsessed with this now. The idea that you could grow mushrooms and blue fibers on your skin. Because um, even reading that article, I was just scratching my head the whole time. I don't believe in it. There's, I'm like, I feel like this 85% clarity that like, oh my God, this is totally a delusional um, disorder. But then there's this other part of me that goes, but who knows? And then there's this other, other part of me that goes, yeah, but like, even if it isn't quote unquote real, psychosomatic symptoms are not fake. The cause of them might be unknown, but people are still in pain yeah. and they're feeling pain. And, yeah. and that actually, suffering put, is as real as any other kind of suffering that's out there. Well, and especially, and I'm going to put a link to this wonderful article from Harper's, the latest uh, issue of Harper's, about a woman who goes to a meetup of Morgellon people. And it's a, it's a hell of a read. I really recommend you read it. So, you know, you could join me and just kind of laugh along, but also read this because like these are people who are really suffering and nobody believes them and they feel crazy and maybe they are quote unquote crazy. Who knows? But it's very, very interesting. I think bringing chemtrails into it, I don't know. You know, I guess that explains it. I got other things too, but that was my first one was a video. They fin- finally explained. Hmm. 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 There's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff out there. You know, we talked about this on the, the Roderick show with all the typing yesterday. Um, you know, the thing is, until we have a way to name and measure something, it's difficult to really understand it. There's so many things that we've learned how to uh, identify. Label is a strong word, but I'll say identify and measure over the past even century. There's a lot of people whose lives have changed because we finally have a name for something that we used to just think, oh, that person's crazy. And it's like, well, no, no, now we understand. Like, we understand what pipes and wires do to cause things to be certain ways. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's always things we don't understand. And I think it's, uh, but chemtrails, I don't know. That's, that seems like a lot of work. It seems like you would need a lot of help from a lot of people. Maybe I should learn more about it. Maybe, maybe they, they're deep in Big Plane. Maybe Big Plane has a, has a role in. I mean, uh, do you, you want to just have me debunk? The whole chemtrail thing, because I'm prepared let's, for Let's that. save it, because it's a short episode. All right. Is it a short, is it a short explanation? No. Should give it, oh, it's a, <laughs> it's a long explanation? I mean, I can go, I can go long. I can, can go you, long, can I can go Can you give it to me, Pigs and Bunnies? What's the short version? The, the short version is, first of all, uh, I don't even know, I don't even know, it's going to be long. It's gonna, I can't condense it down. There's no, there's no condensable version of this, except to say that it, I, I would absolutely believe that there would be some kind of evil force in the government that would want to do this. Yes. Would they want to do it? Sure. Would they want to experiment on us? Absolutely. Fine. Hmm. Like, I'm on board with all that. But that mechanism as a delivery system would be so inefficient. I agree. I I would go to salad bars. Salad bars would be a lot faster. There's so many other ways to introduce whatever kind of thing they might want to be introduced, whoever they are might want to be introducing to us that would Mm -hmm. be more effective than dispersing it in that way at such a distance. And it's just, it's scientifically preposterous to do it that way. They would never do it that way. There's many easier ways to do it. Yeah. It's water. Preposterous. Yeah. There's so well, many yeah. other ways. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's why it's stupid. That's, I'm, t- I'm totally yeah. down. You want to say that moon landings didn't happen? Like, I'll have a know. conversation with you about that. I'm not saying okay. I believe it, but Mm-mm. let's talk about it. Right. But this is just silly. Get it, get it out of here. Yeah. 
stupid. That, that, that was that was that was well put. I think it makes a lot of sense. Like especially if you wanted to target certain groups of people, and a good conspiracy theory usually starts with wanting to target people. Right. You have. And you're to not target. really targeting people when you're just shooting <laughs> chemicals into the sky. And and the it's very the, inefficient. The the density uh, or lack thereof of this kind of distribution system at you know releasing it at thirty to forty thousand feet. You're not targeting anybody. It's not doing anything. And it also has nothing to do with, with uh, controlling the weather either, which mm. is a real thing and not done with chemtrails like this. So okay. it's dumb. Let's talk yeah, about Bigfoot. About here. Yeah. At theories. Well, you've seen, the, you've seen the stabilized video, right? Loch Ness. Oh, sure. Nessie. So that was my first one. Actually, technically my last one. Morgellons actually explained. I have many others. Uh, do you have uh, one you want to jump in with? Something you're excited about? Well, no, so I mean... Give, I, give me something you're excited about. <sighs> we can't just talk about chemtrails, Dan. I know. I mean, you've got to save that. Well, I'm looking, I'm looking at your, the stuff that you added, and yeah. I, don't, I don't know if we want to do some of that. But I'm, well, don't you, don't you, you put like 60 things in here. You've got to have something <laughs> you can, like. I could talk about these headphones. Oh, yeah. I almost put my headphones in, but they've been discontinued. What are yours? What do you like? Well... Uh, I actually have two headphones in our list, and the list, we should tell them where they can find the list. They can go to 5x5.tv slash B as in brother, 2 is in the number, W as in walrus, slash 286, to see all these links that Merlin and I have put together. Uh, these are, I very rarely agree with anything uh, posted on the wire cutter. Uh, what? Really? Yeah, no, I know. I know. And maybe it's my, the conspiracy theorist nonconformist to me. I don't know. But I respect their opinions. I know that, uh, that they do a great deal of research. I actually have a friend who, a good friend who works there. But generally, I'm like, eh, no. But I tried these headphones. These are the J-Lab Audio Epic 2 Bluetooth 4.0 Wireless Sport Earbuds. Okay. That are designed for you to wear when you're like working out or running or whatever it is that you're doing. Oh, wow. Look at those. And I've started doing, uh, you know, I've talked about working out and things like that. And I also am doing a lot of sort of like walking stuff and I'm on this rower. We'll talk about a rower later. And I really wanted something that would hold up to that. Yeah, I've, I'm, as much as I'm like into audio stuff, uh, I still, just for my day-to-day podcasting stuff, I still like the Sony MDR7506s. They're great headphones. And I usually use just the iPhone headset otherwise, but those just don't work if you're like on a rower. It's just not going to, that's not going to happen. You need something wireless. Now, of course, I try to avoid extra wireless things because, you know, obviously, but I wanted to give these a try. Now, the wire cutter recommended these. Why, why, why obviously? You know, because who knows what that's doing. A lot of Oh, sure, because of, because of allergies, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I don't, I don't have this, to sleep on the Am floor. I seeing, will, you, will this honor the standard overcast? Clicks. Uh, it looks like it's got a three-way clicker. On it, it has a it has a clicker. The clicker has it works a little differently in the apps that you want to do. There's like a hard press and just a click. Um, so it's it it's a little different. I'll test that and I'll do some follow up for you next. Like try week. like you go and do, do you use Overcast? What do you use? I do use Overcast, but do prim- a triple click and see if it goes back. All right. Well, I don't have these here and I don't have it on now. No, no, no. But I mean, these look these look really cool. And I mean, it looks like we better get ready for Bluetooth headphones anyway. Well, all of the uh, first of all. All Bluetooth headphones are flawed. All headphones are flawed. Let's just lay that out. But what I really like about these are they're the type that 
Uh, since since you may be listening to this while you drive or whatever, they're the kind that sort of fit in your ear, and then they have uh, a little, uh, a little. I guess you could call it a, a a flexible wire piece that kind of curves over and around your the outside of your ear to hold them in place. So my first uh, response to this was, these are not going to work with me because I wear glasses, and and they're gonna they're not going to be compatible with wearing glasses but in their review at water cutter they said that that they were and i said all right well i will i will give these things a try i'll get them on amazon they're not cheap they're a hundred bucks which is outrageous for me to spend on something that i'm just going to sweat on and you know run around with but i got them and they give you the the different kind of little tips that they give you that fit into your ear they give you tons and tons and tons of different choices with this and i found one that worked great these things go farther into your ear than most people would be comfortable with Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's part of be better better isolation much better isolation so that it blocks a lot of exterior noise but also that's sort of where the base comes from if they're not in your ear they're like if you get these and you put them in you're like oh there's not much base it means they're not in correctly uh, because somehow it uses the connection and the pressure of it being in your ear to create bass. But these are very comfortable to wear it for this kind of headphone, uh, having them in for longer periods of time. They're Bluetooth. They have a little wire on the back of them so you can adjust how they fit uh, very easily. You don't have like a cable flopping all over the place. Oh, and, look at that for taking up the slack. Yeah, they're very mm-hmm. lightweight. Um they you can run with them. You can use the, the rower. I'm sure you could work out with them in a, in a gym. They're really, really, really good. And they do have a little control on them, Bluetooth. And they actually has a microphone, and it'll work if you flip the cable around to the front of you. Then it'll yeah. work as a microphone. You can make your iPhone calls with it. You oh, can be like the phone, it's a throw, and you have a USB mini. Yeah, it has a micro. US a USB micro uh, port on the side to charge it. And here's the weird thing. Uh, it came, you know, usually they ship to you and and it, it's like, oh man, I got to charge this thing up. I'm, you know, I just want to try yeah. it out. Well, when you turn it on, if you put it in your ear and you listen, it'll say hello. And then it'll say fully charged or something like that. And, and it's, it's, it takes forever. These things, they say a 12 hour playtime. I think it might be more than 12 hours. I think they're being pessimistic with the 12 hours because I have been using these things like crazy and I only had to charge them once. It lasts for a million years. It's really, really great. Great. I'll, I might give this a throw. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's well worth it. I really Ch- like test these out things. the uh, just for my sanity. Test out the uh, the clicky because I I do use. I guess I could use my watch, but bleh. I really like the um the commands for clicking and Overcast has some really neat ones, like where you can actually jump to the next podcast as against jump forward or back 30 seconds. I, I do use, I that use a the lot, jumping but. forward and back a, a, a lot. Most of what I'm listening to when I'm exercising, if I'm on a walk, it's definitely a podcast, but if I'm doing something like the rower, like I need something to, you know, get me through cause it's interval training. So I don't listen to, to podcasts there. You gotta so, get through, gotta yeah, get through with the intervals. Through. So I mm-hmm. will, uh, I will check that tonight and I'll let you know. Put on your jam. I good, will. good pick. Uh, I'll, I'll do another. I got a couple quick gadgets. Um, I, th- I want to say I like to credit. I think I learned about this maybe from Cool Tools. Uh, there's this really cool thing called the Neat N E E T Neat Zippered Cable Tie. Um, yeah, so looks we have really a little, cool. I've never seen anything like this before. Well, we have a little <clears throat> kind of ad hoc charging station on our kitchen counter. 
And um, my long-suffering wife, she's nice about it, but I think she doesn't like that there's cables like sprawling all over the place. And because we're, we're charging three different devices, well, three different devices that have the high-powered, you know... Um, like I, the iPad-level Yeah, charge. what's the, You know, and you can't buy those. They only come with devices. If you want to buy those things, you got to buy the big fat ones. Right. So... Uh, here's a life hack. Uh, I put stickers on the ones. The ones that will do like iPad charging, I put a tiny Incredible Hulk sticker on. The ones that won't, I put a Wasp sticker on. <laughs> big and small. So I can see just by looking. Uh-huh. So anyway, but that causes a big cable tangly mess that, you know, even though like once a week I make a point of cleaning it up. So this thing uh, takes care of that and it's really cool. So um, so here the basic thing is if you've got a any kind of a cable, but especially let's say like a USB cable, um, and you've got especially more than one of them, and they end up in a tangle. This thing, if you can imagine, it's like a, almost like a little sleeve with a zipper on it. And the thing's probably maybe half an inch wide. Uh, and it has a wire, as in like a pipe cleaner type wire that runs through it. So oh, what you okay. do is, it's got, actually got three different channels inside of there. So if you align them correctly into the three channels, this is difficult to visualize. You can do one, two, or three cables of any type that would, you know, standard cable size in there. And then you gently, you get them into their little channels and then you zip it up and they don't, they don't tangle anymore. So, you know, the way they sell it on the site is, Hey, this is really cool. You can like wrap this up and throw it in a bag and the wires like hold it together. That's cool. But I'll tell you what I use it for, for this charging station. I have three and actually I use the long, uh, cables from just Amazon cheap, whatever it's called. <laughs> and you know, like the cheapy Amazon ones, right? because we go through them, you know, they get corroded. You got to change them, but I have those three. It goes through this thing, this neat zippered cable tie. I just wrap it into a loop, put it behind the little charging station thing. This, which is basically just like a file holder. And, uh, and now just with a little bit peeking out, I, uh, I, I used an extra, like a bread tie to like kind of, because I'm using longer cables. And now we have this really uh, tidy little area where we don't have those all over the place. And especially if you're traveling or something, you know, you might want to just buy three more, in my case, lightning cables, or maybe two lightning cables plus a a mini or something like that. And uh, you're all good to go. You just plug it in wherever and you're uh, you're good to go. It's nice. I, I didn't explain that particularly well, did I? Well, I think when they click the link, they'll see it right away. It's it's like a sock almost. Yeah, it a is. A little it's, sock. But it's got a little wire in it that makes it so that you can, like, you know, you know, well, bend, wind bend it, up. it the way you want it to go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then bend it the way you want to go. And mm-hmm. then uh, my um, my my second uh, gadget thing that's very related to that. This thing is crazy cool. I saw this on Brett Terpstra's site. This thing is really neat. Uh, it's one of those things where you're like, why didn't they invent this a million years ago? It's called the I think it's called the Mic Flip M I C F L I P Mic Flip Two. It's a reversible. USB regular uh, to micro USB. Okay, so we all get those. Like you buy a dingus and it comes with almost everything charges that way now. Micro, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Micro yeah, so micro the, is the small one. The little skinny one that's not like a trapezoid. Right. Mini is not. You don't want mini. Yeah, but I mean, but it, so like, for example, to for our, um, our jam box, for uh, Bluetooth headphones that I use, they all use the same kind of port. But here's the thing. They're reversible seems like the wrong word. You know how it sucks with USB? You got like, it seems like you'd have a 50% chance of getting it right. When you go to plug it in, will it be in the right direction? But it feels like 90% of the time you get it wrong. Right. Um, These are reversible. You can put these in any way and they work both 
for the big fat USB side and for the little skinny micro side. Now, They're pa- totally pardon reversible. me, for it, I understand how that would work for the, the big side, but how does that work for the small side? A wizard did it. Really? Because it doesn't know. seem like it would, I'm looking at it and it, it almost looks work. like it, it shouldn't work. Yeah, but it does. It's really cool. 20 bucks and it comes with, um, it's a very hardy uh, cable. It's got a braided aluminum shell uh, cover thing. So it's really nice. I mean, you'll use this thing for years and it's nice to just not feel crazy when you plug in a USB thing. It seems like that, you know, I guess USB later generations have fixed that, but um, so that would be a nice thing to put into your neat zippered cable. Get yourself a couple lightning cables in there plus this fella and you're, uh, you're ready to travel. I like this. I think these that typically the braided ones, they have a rating for cables and it's how many times it can be bent or something like that. I, don't, I forget what yeah. the name of that rating is, but they often say that um, that the, the ones that are braided in this way are are a bit better, uh, that they last longer. They're less likely to split or have a cable, the, the cable itself like break. How well, is, you know it how like like is it like You know how like your shoes and your jeans always wear in like certain knowable patterns? Like yeah. this knee blows out first. This shoe gets worn on this side first. I mean, I my headphones and my lightning cables all tend to break in similar ways. It's like, it's a lot like Anna Karenina. So like I, I just, I, I got, got used to the fact that I'm just going to have to buy a new pair of these Edemotic headphones like twice a year because they eventually just get frayed. They have gotten better lately. I think maybe because how I keep it in my pocket. I don't fiddle with it as much, but yeah, that's super frustrating, especially with lightning cables. Those things are so, so junky. So that's, that, that's my gadget picks. Uh, the, uh, the neat zipper cable thing and the mic flip, uh, reversible USB cable. Oh, I got a lot more. Night two. You want to talk about something you like? Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, let's just, let's just do it. Talk about Casper. Mm. You like Casper, right? I not only like Casper, I went on the, uh, as you know, Dan, before we have our visits, I go and I, I look at to see who the sponsors are. Uh-huh. So it was Casper. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I went on the Wolf from Alpha. Guess what? Next week, it will be two years that I have had my Casper mattress. How, how does it feel after two it years? It feels fantastic. Like, I sleep way to on test? it. It's a third of my life, bro. Yeah. I love it. I, I really, I really do love it. My wife and I are extremely happy with it, and uh, it's uh, it's it's a mattress you can get, and you don't have to worry. It, it's just it's an internet mattress, but they uh, they're they're a great company. Why don't you tell people about this? It's a new kind of hybrid mattress. Hybrid. That's mm-hmm. right. It is a it is a hybrid. Basically, what they have done is they have combined latex, which is the very springy uh, foam, with memory foam, which is the kind that kind of like is a little bit slower to. Uh, to respond when you when you lay on it, so this combination creates a bed that is really really comfortable that moves the way that you do, but is not like one of these super springy like crazy mattresses that you see. And if you've shopped in a mattress store, you know that mattresses cost fifteen hundred, two thousand, three thousand, and and up for like a king size Casper because they don't have a middleman because they're working uh, through the the magic of the internet. You can go there and you can order it. They start at five hundred bucks for a twin, seven fifty for a full, eight fifty for a queen, nine fifty for a king. You're not even going to spend a thousand bucks, and you're going to get an amazing mattress that will last at least two years, probably a lot longer. But Merlin Merlin guarantees two years. I'm a hard sleeper, so and it's still very durable. I inspect it. You know, it's not like your automobile. You always want to walk around your automobile, 
Make sure there's no occlusions or objects. You want to make mm-hmm. sure your tires are okay. Check your windshield wipers. I do that every night before bed. Drives my wife crazy. I walk all the way around the bed, check the tires. I look at the fluids. Right. Look for occlusions. No, you've and, got to. And uh, this thing's dynamite. Dynamite. You've got to. Yeah. Anyway, they, they have a great, uh, a, a great product here. And just like anything you buy over the internet, you want to know what happens if I don't like it. They have a wonderful return policy. You get a 100-night home trial if you don't love it. They come by, they pick it up, and they refund you everything because they know, like, how can you commit to liking something? So that, that's what you do. Get it. Comes in a, in a box. You open the box. It breathes, it breathes itself to life, and, uh, and then you get to try it for 100 nights. So it's, uh, it's the best thing possible. Free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. And they made a special URL, casper.com slash back to work, one word. If you go there, you will get $50 toward any mattress purchase. Using the code back to work, terms and conditions apply. But uh, but that's it. So go to casper.com slash back to work. Code back to work to save fifty bucks on a mattress. Thanks, Casper. Buck buck. Two years. Two years. Very happy with it. Very happy. You know, it's a, that that mattress business. It's a racket. Oh, it is. It's. Uh, you think chemtrails are a problem, buddy? <sighs> yeah. You want to look for conspiracies? Mm-hmm. Start with mm-hmm. uh, the department mm-hmm. stores and mattresses. Yeah, let it begin with me. You got you got another one for me? Yeah, I've got the Uvax S0360X Ultraspec 2000 to talk about. This is uh, mm-hmm. what they they put in the category of safety eyewear. Mm-hmm. This is very popular. <gasps> oh, with yeah. The folks Serenity who, Caldwell uses these. I should get these. This I I became aware of these because a few of the people that I that I communicate with in the paleo community are are big on things like this and that we've talked a little on this show in the past about night shift the movie and also the feature in ios uh where it, and the same thing that flux does if you're a mac computer user where it will remove the blue light uh so that you you are in th- the theory goes that blue light can potentially disrupt or prevent you from entering into a relaxing state leading to sleep so a lot of us are looking at our devices late into the night but what about our tvs right like what about looking around the house and just even incandescent light which looks kind of more yellow or orange in fact there's still a lot of blue light in it and if the goal is to remove the blue light to not look at blue light after a certain time or as you're winding down to sleep what are you going to do you are going to put on a pair of these, which cost about $7.80 right now. They are, I guess they call them safety eyewear because I guess you could be wearing them, but they're, they're essentially blue blockers. They block, they're orange colored. They block pretty much all of the blue light. And these in particular are, they're very comfortable if you don't wear glasses. But again, here's me with my wearing glasses situation. They fit perfectly over your glasses, and they're very, very lightweight. You can wear them for extended periods of time. And it's great if you feel like watching TV and you don't want to like watch TV and then spend another two or three hours before you go to bed, you can watch these and it, it completely eliminates the blue completely to the point where we've got like our oven and a couple other things. The clocks on those are blue and the displays are blue. And I remember after I put these on, I went into the kitchen. I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> our oven just died. Like it's, there's no display on it, nothing. I'm pushing the buttons and it's beeping. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. It completely blocks the blue. So it really, it really does work 
And these are great if you don't have night shift on your phone or if you don't want to use it or if you just want to try them out. So every night after I get the kids to sleep, I'll put these things on and walk around the house like I'm exploring uh, exploring the moon. And uh, it's great yeah. fun. I think um, this is a great pick. There, um, So far, I've added both of your things to my cart. Um, the controversy, some of the controversy with the extent to which night shift works for the express purpose of cutting down on the blue light. I mean, I guess there's, I don't know, I guess there's some controversy about whether that's even a thing, the whole blue thing. I think it yeah. is a thing. Um, but the the clear concern with the phone is that, well, even Craig says, like, we we can't take off any more blue. Or like, I guess it's going to, I don't know if it's maybe not in the gamut of what they can handle on the iPhone, but it would just become very unpleasant if your whole phone <laughs> uh, turned the color that it would need to be to not interfere. And this is a great right. solution. I, uh, yeah. I I really like this idea. And I like that because, you know, I'll watch me some TV at night and uh, uh, I watched me a documentary last night and uh, and I'll have my glasses on and uh, I could put these over it. I like that. I got to have my glasses though. I can't see the TV. Oh, I'm a shocker right. when I wear my blue blockers. <laughs> Is that the line? I I like it. I'm going to say yes. Remember they also sold the ones that had a mirror so you could see behind you? Yeah, you had a little mirror out on the side. You could see you could see around you. You had the little, there was a kind that had the sort of leather, almost steampunk style leather. Oh, the protectors. alpine yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. Cheap trick glasses. Yeah. Good pick. That is the Uvex, uh, boy, who names these things? The Uvex S0360X Ultra Spec. Orange eyewear. I want to tell about well, the UE, UE Roll 2 also. Uh-huh. What's the that? The UE Roll 2. That's a USB speaker I like. <laughs> a Van Halen album? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. For unlawful carnal knowledge, <laughs> oh, you ate one, two. <laughs> 5150, dude. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I got a. I got a band, a movie, a TV show. Um, okay, I'm gonna see this band. The band. Um, this is this really, is the one you've been listening to all morning. Yeah, and it's an unusual kind of band for me. This is not a kind of mu- music that I gravitate to. It's a difficult band to describe. Their name is Lake Street Dive, and they're originally from Boston. And they're they're hard to describe. It's a four piece band. Uh, the the singer is this woman who just she's a real. She's got a great nuanced voice. She can be a real belter, but a very bluesy, soulful kind of voice. And this is a super accomplished three-piece band. Um, this guy, amazing drummer on a very small set. This woman playing stand-up bass, like ringing a bell. I mean, she's crazy on this stand-up bass. And this dude that plays mostly guitar and sometimes trumpet. And they're just, they're like a band from a different time. They really feel like a band almost from the 70s. Uh, and uh, so a couple of their songs to check out. You can just go check them out on YouTube. They have tons of great songs. But their latest kind of uh, single is called Call Off Your Dogs. And boy, is that song ever going to be in your head after you go watch it. It's kind of, they obviously they owe something to the Jackson 5. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, and Blue-Eyed Soul. They do a great cover of Rich Girl by Holland Oates, that old uh, chestnut. But um, definitely check out Lake Street Dive. Their latest album is called Side Pony. It's available on Apple Music. But just go search for Call Off Your Dogs on YouTube, and I, I can pretty much promise you, you're going you're gonna to just be blown away by this band. Call Off Your Dogs! Who let the dogs out? Woof, 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 woof. But the other one, the other one, this is a weird one, uh, another music one. A metal band called Hammers of Misfortune and their album Dead Revolution. Go, go check out the title track from uh, Dead Revolution by Hammers of Misfortune. Really, uh, really good kind of 80s metal, but uh, kind of gothic, a little bit prog, not gothic, but prog, lots mm. of organ. 
Um, I think you'd really like um, Dead Revolution by Hammers of Misfortune. All righty. Mm-hmm. Give me one. You, you want one? Yeah, that's the idea, isn't it? We're doing since, a round since robin? We're just, since we're talking about music, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to talk about the UE Roll 2 Volcano Color. That's my preference. You can get them in different colors. It's a wireless, portable Bluetooth speaker, and it's waterproof. That's cool. And oh, yeah, I've seen this thing. Yeah, this is here's, cool. Here's, uh, we have two uses for this thing. I got this because I was looking for a convenient travel speaker that I could take with me that I could use when I'm in a, in a hotel room or traveling with the family, especially that would be something that, uh, you know, that we could use for watching stuff like it's really great, uh, for, you know, linking up with your iPad and then you can, you have really good sound. Uh, but one, what I, what I didn't realize it would be useful is in the way our house is the TV. We've got one of these, it's a few years old, but it's a newer TV. And I don't know about you, but my experience with the newer ones, unless they're wall mounted, because a lot of them have speakers now in the back and the speakers in the back are supposed to project backwards and bounce off the wall. But if your TV isn't like really flush close against the wall, uh, then it you don't get a lot of great audio from it. And where our sort of kitchen nook where my, my kids will eat their lunch or dinner or whatever, if we want to have the TV on, it's you have to turn it up really, really loud and then it sounds boomy and it's stupid and the acoustics in a room that it's in, they're stupid. So I thought, oh, you know what? You can, you can hook up uh, this via Bluetooth to like an Apple TV. And here's the really cool thing about it is you pair it with your Apple TV, let's say, when you turn this thing on, it automatically switches to using this as the uh, as the speaker instead. Also, of, if you don't want it, don't turn it on. And then, yeah, and then if you're just not needing it, you just turn it off, and it it goes out of the TV normally. My Bluetooth headphones do that. I only I only we only use Bluetooth. Well, ninety percent of the time we use them for me watching TV at night, and then we use it on the road so my kid can listen to music. But right. it's great because as soon as I turn it on, I have to remember it always it's at the top of the notional stack. In terms of like what wins, right? So if I forget and I turn it on, it takes over the TV, and my daughter yells at me. <laughs> right. That's a really, that's a really, that's a cool little hack. It's got the, the big uh, plus and minus buttons right on top of it. It really is waterproof, and I wound up. We liked it so much that I got another one because a lot of the time, like I'm, you know, I try to be as efficient as possible, and I have a lot of podcasts I've got to listen to and get through. So I will take this thing with me into the shower, and it's actually got a little. Uh, like a like a bungee attached to it, so you can hang it right there in in the shower. Like it's designed That's cool. for this. You can put it on there, and you can hang it so you can listen in the shower. the 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 only thing that the, that it lacks is there's no way to. And I, I sure do wish that they would add this somehow. It seems like they could with software, but I don't know. There is no way to pause. A lot of Bluetooth speakers have a little pause button on them or you know even a forward and back button i know the technology supports that but this doesn't have it and that really sucks because it would be nice if while you're taking a shower and one of the thousand children that i have who burst into the room and dad i got to tell you about this that i could hit it and pause it uh but there it that does not exist but it's great and just as if you needed proof that it was waterproof uh they it includes a tiny little um tube like the kind you would sit on in a pool a tiny little inner tube type thing for it to rest on so that you can take it in the, the pool with you oh that's clever very cute it's very loud a lot of bass it sounds great it's not too heavy charge lasts uh for quite a long time they say nine hours and i think that's reasonable and it does use micro usb so if you got that cable then you can uh, you can charge it 
It all works. I, hmm. Yeah, I, I bought a shower speaker uh, that looked like it would be really good, but it was it's crap. Um, I don't like my shower speaker. It's got it's cool because it's got a suction cup on the back, but everything other than that sucks. The, the battery life is terrible. It it drops really easily. It's bleh. so I could use that. We have a well. I can't recommend my sound bar because I don't know if they even sell it anymore. I, I man, our, our our whole thing changed when we got a sound bar um, for our TV. Um, but it wasn't very expensive. It was like around two hundred bucks. But like, it sounds. I can really tell when it's not on. Mm. Sometimes it, you know the connection gets lost. Like mm-hmm. it forgets that it should be on optical or something. But um, yeah, we got this Vizio sound bar that just it sounds great. And we put a you know you can't really tell where the bass is coming from. So we put this up the sub, the uh, subwoofer uh, just behind the couch. And but you it really it's so much richer. And we're not even talking about like surround sound, but just like listening to music, it sounds like a stereo without having to have a stereo. I think you did you talk about that once on this show maybe what would you get if since that doesn't seem to be available anymore or is it still available well i mean whenever you see available from these sellers only available from third-party sellers that's a red yeah, flag we got like ours that. according to this november 8th 2015 but no we got a vizio and it works with the vizio so it mostly kind of works with the cec sometimes you have to remind it apple tv gets confused you have to remind it by hitting volume once to have it go on Totally unacceptable to somebody like John Syracuse. No, I, I, I mean, I. Uh, this is one of those weird things where there's like a fair amount of stuff at the low end and way lots of stuff at the high end. I'm not recommending this, but I have heard that the Sonos one, which is ridiculously expensive, is really good. I've heard people who, and I, I mean, we're talking. I think it's like five or seven hundred dollars. I would never Ooh, pay that much yeah. for that. No, that's out of my budget. But, um, but supposedly people like that a lot. But maybe you know there might be a newer version of this Vizio, but. Um, but I don't know. It's weird. I, I wasn't expecting it to make a big difference because the TV sounds okay. But like with the sound bar on, like, cause you know, that's, we don't have a stereo. We've got no, the Apple TV. We've got the, you know, basically it's the Apple TV, our crappy Vizio TV we need to replace and the sound bar. And like, we listen to music a lot in the afternoons and it sounds terrific. Um, so yeah. All right. Good, good, good. What you got? Uh, What's I can, next? I can get, well, I can get more gadgets. I was trying to mix it up and have different kinds of things. Movie, TV show, Twitter. Um, uh, I'll give you a podcast. I'll do a quickie. I'll give you a podcast and a Tumblr. Um, the Tumblr, another one from Phil Guyford, the man who brought us crazy walls. Um, you, you talking about Instapaper, uh, it's in show notes. Uh, he has a website called our incredible journey <laughs> where he chronicles the last communication from a company that's just closed down. Oh, interesting. And it usually has like a, a wonderful prosaic story about their incredible journey. So that, <laughs> that's another good one from Phil. Podcast I'm enjoying. I listen to so many podcasts. Other people say they like podcasts. I really like podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. How many do you, if you had to estimate how many you'd listen to? 50. Really? Like, I don't, I'm week? estimating. I don't know. I don't know. 50 I a week? To, I, well, I, that's like every oh. minute of the day. Oh yeah. It's like what I do. That's, I don't have a job, man. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. What do I got here right now? Uh, Flophouse. Hamilton podcast, unjustly maligned, Freakonomics. What's the point? Uh, this is American Life Radio Lab upgrade, Fresh Air, Presentable. Jeff Fiend's new podcast, Presentable, very good. But and then it's hard to tell because with Overcast, if you don't have any current episodes, you just like, have a long list. But here's a fun one. This is a weird one, but you know, I'm trying to think of one maybe you don't know about. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of you will know David Reese. From going deep with David Reese, you might know him from How to Sharpen Pencils. You might know him from Get Your War On. 
he has a he's such a weirdo he's such a strange person i've met him and he's very very weird but crazy smart he has a wonderful 17 episode mini series called election profit makers the description on the page for electionprofitmakers.com, a podcast about election-related prediction markets hosted by two friends who used to play in a secret band no one was allowed to, t- to know about. Election Profit Makers is David and his childhood friend John, and they go to this website. They use this website called, I think it's predictit.org. All right. It's a 17-episode series about betting on the elections. And John, who is the co-host, who is a like has a twenty-year veteran of buying and selling domain names, is very into the gaming of this. David has a total budget of thirty dollars. He's going to spend on this all season, but it's so hilarious to get to hear the ins and outs of every week, like how they did that week. Because this whole site you predicted, I don't, I don't know anything about it except what they've described. But you go in and you can make very general kinds of bets, like who's going to win the election. But then there's all kinds of those weird like Super Bowl sorts of bets. So, like, you know, David has been obsessed for the longest time about, like, when Trump is going to drop out. He's like, there's no way Trump's going to go to the end. No way, because he can't stand to be a loser. It's just a question of when. And so they have these things called contracts, where you can go in and say, will Donald Trump drop out, you know, drop out of the Republican nomination, you know, by thus and such date? Will uh, Hillary Clinton uh, use the word, will she mention Black Lives Matter in her thus and such, such speech? And so all this is, is every week, recapping how much money they made or lost. Um, using predicted, and it's really it's if you like David Reese, who's very weird and very funny. It's a very enjoyable show and a nice bit of levity in the midst of this uh, dumpster fire of a year. Electionprofitmakers.com. Nice. And then uh, the other one was our incredible journey, which is oh yeah, it's uh, our incredible journey. Um, we got time for a few more, right? Oh yeah, we got plenty of time. As yeah. much time as you want. Hmm. Got to go to the uh, orthodontist. Oh, really? Pick up a new retainer for you. When you make the retainer, you get, you get to pick. You get to pick what uh, what kind of image you want on it. You get to get an image the, on a on a on your retainer. Color? Yeah, you get to pick a color and you pick an image. And I thought this was going to be some kind of real, an you know, image. So yeah, yeah. So she's got uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Vinzini. What's the name of the Pokemon? The really, the really cool Pokemon. Vincenzo. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's got that. She's got that on there. But so basically, they just go to Google Image, they download an image, and they print it on your retainer for you. Really? You got to pick that up today. Don't be creepy. Because you're looking Can at me- you're looking at it when it's off in the little in the little night in the case, or you wear it at night. Yes. What's the point of the seeing the picture on there? That's like a toupee. You want it to look good even when it's not on. All right. Yeah. Give give me one more. You're going all gadgety here. I, yeah. I, I got to add more gadgets. I, yeah, I, I, got, I could do more gadgets. I'm trying to bring some culture and society to people. I want people to to enrich uh, their, uh, their media consumption. I want them to broaden their minds. You know, wouldn't hurt if they spent a little money on Amazon though too. All right, hold on. I'm looking at all these. <laughs> you, got your no, you got your no soliciting sign again. Well, it's a new Jimmy. sign. My wife. Okay, I'll do that one. You re- you remember we had uh, we had uh, a. You were very with- excited about your no soliciting sign a long time ago. Yes, we had a problem with solicitors, and yeah. I put a. Uh, I found a nice brass plaque that said no soliciting on it, and I put it front and center in in, in the middle of the door. It was an old door, though. the The house isn't, you know, relatively speaking, it's one of the newest houses I've owned. <laughs> Uh, I was always buying like 50-year-old houses. This particular house is maybe 15 
years or, or, or so. Uh, but the door, because we get sort of direct sun on the front of our house, and we're talking about summertime Texas sun, very bright, that the door, which was a wooden door, has it, it did it didn't look very good. It, it sort of had become washed out and just didn't last. And my wife went and went on an odyssey of door shopping and picked out a really nice door. It looks like a wooden door. I'll take a picture and send it to you. It mm-hmm. looks like a just a beautiful wooden door, but it isn't. It is uh, it is actually made out of some kind of fiberglass or something. It's it's a fake. It's fake. It looks like something from like the haunted mansion or something. It's a fugazi. Mm-hmm. But it it, it it looks real, yeah. And uh, and I said, well, obviously, I can't put a brass plaque on this beautiful new door. Mm-mm. And she's like, yeah, that's right. But I found something. So she found this no soliciting, or maybe I found. I can't remember. We found it as a family, and I got it is a little no soliciting sign that instead of attaching to your door. It's uh, like a yard sign, and you put it down in the it's got stakes. It's got little stakes, and you you stake it down into the ground in front of your shrub or whatever. And uh, it's twenty two dollars, and it's uh, made of laser cut premium dye bond uh, aluminum, and it's hmm. gorgeous, and it works just as well at preventing solicitors as the plaque on the door. Maybe even better because they see this sooner. They don't hmm. have to be right up to the door. So they, you think it works? I, oh, it, it works. Mm. It works. Mm. It's a big one. That's a big one right there. Better watch out for the Streisand effect. You know what I mean? Streisand. Like, Streisand. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm mispronouncing it according to Siri. Yeah. Streisand yeah. effect. <laughs> huh. Oh, that's good for you. And it says yeah. thank you on it with an exclamation point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not being impolite. Just don't, don't come up here. Yeah, I know. Stay where you are. Mm. Move along. Nothing's harder to say than no. Um, can I do a couple more? Yeah. I got some oldies but goodies. I don't know if I can even really exactly recommend this, except I was using it this morning and it's really handy. It's a really ugly, uh, unupdated app for OS X that I like a lot called VI Media Manager. There are other things like this. There's an app called Flix. Uh, VI Media Manager, basically, it watches a folder. Let's say a folder where you arbitrarily have the things that feed your Plex. And um, you are able to use it to download, update metadata. So if it finds something in there called Open Source Linux Presentation 2016, and that's a major motion picture, it pulls down all of the information about that, puts in the directors and everything. It finds poster art. It finds all that kind of stuff. Plex does a great job of this, uh, but I'm incredibly tightly wound. And so I like my metadata mm-hmm. to be really good. Yeah. And so I use it a lot. It pulls down reviews. Um and uh, I, I like it and uh, use it a lot. Sometimes Plex really just needs a little bit of hinting because um, Plex does a really good job of looking stuff up. It's gotten better and better. But if you're a nerd about your video metadata, VI Media Manager for us, it does TV um, and movies. Um, so you can point it at a TV folder and it'll pull down all kinds of information. And then it makes a little like a, like a JSON file maybe or something. Anyway, like a little config-ish thing. Right. VI Media Manager, and then the other one, my iOS pick. I've mentioned this before, but I want to double mention this. Um, screens, uh, which is a, I always say the wrong letters. It is a VNC. Yes. Not a VPN, a VNC. VNC. Cloak is VPN a VPN. And, right. Cloak is a VPN. This is a VNC. Right. And so, uh, what Vir- you need Virtual is, Network Computing is, I believe, what VNC stands for. Yeah, so... 
the idea is, um, in my case, I have an app, and I'll explain why this is. This is why I'm re-recommending this. I have an app that runs on my Mac over here, and then I have a Mac that runs on my iOS devices over there. And when I'm over there and want to see the screen over here, uh, Screens takes care of that for me. And and uh, so just a couple things. Uh, it works really, really well. Uh, but here's the thing. There's a, there's a bug right now with pretty, I think, well-known bug with airport, either the airport hardware or po- something having to do with airport software. But long story short, devices just disappear. Like if you bring up the air, airport uh, utility, a lot of times you see the yellow triangle and it's not there. Um, and there's like many, many solutions suggested for fixing this. I think it's a known issue. Everything I've tried, it still doesn't work. But doing things like replace, I'm going somewhere with this, but, you know, making it a simple name, no spaces or special characters. Um, but the one that has helped a lot of people is making sure you don't have any back to my Mac accounts associated with it at all. That something seems to be, something seems to be happening oh. with back to my Mac on an airport that causes it to get lost. Um, that worked for me temporarily, but in the oregano, while I didn't have that, I went and checked on screens and you know what? Turns out screens on OS 10 will still work even if you don't have back to my Mac on. So you don't need to be running back to my Mac on your server. You just need to be running it. And your mileage may vary. You know, you need to configure this however your system works. But, you know, this is screens has the latest update of screens has really taken it to another level at the at the basic level of VNC. It basically just lets you on one device, look at another device's screen and control it and to use, in this case, the touch screen instead of a mouse. Pretty great. The thing that's really made it great for me, first of all, now it has one password support built in Mm -hmm. through an extension. So you can do one password things through there. But you can also now um, put a code on it. And now when you bring up your screen, you see all your different screens that you would log into. You click on the one that you want. And at the bottom of the screen, the the keyboard is not popped up yet. But there's a little extension-y up arrow in the lower right-hand corner. Once you've entered all your stuff in, you've got your codes on it, you do a long press on that arrow and it logs you in remotely through the login screen. And if you've ever tried to like paste passwords over a VNC, like it's a total mess to try and do. So now there's finally an easy, secure way to go get into your computer from somewhere else uh, through this app. And uh, I think it's really cool. Screens, screens, screens. There are other things that do that, but I really like screens. I like the way it works with the way my mind works and um, it's cool. And it doesn't require back to my Mac. Good riddance to back to my Mac, I say. If, if I got any of that wrong, email Dan. Yeah, email me. Yeah. Um, we got a little more time. Did you want to tell me about another thing that you like? Yeah, uh, I would love to. I'm sorry, that. would you tell, do we have any more advertisers? We have, we have one more. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I know we do. We have Wealthfront. Wealthfront! Wealthfront makes it easy for anyone to get a sophisticated, diversified, long-term investment portfolio. This is what we all want, right? No, we just want to save money and we want to we want to, like the money to earn more money. That's what it's supposed to do when you invest it. But I don't know about you. I'm not really interested in researching that. I'm not really interested in like following the market on a day-to-day basis and, and moving money from one fund to another based on how they're performing and how they seem to... Pre- like That's not my thing at all. I just want to know that... I'm investing my money in a way that is going to lead it to earn more money and be really good for my long-term future, for my kids, for their education, for my retirement. All of this is is my goal. I just, I don't really want to know about the details. I just want someone to just do it. Well, 
in order to have someone just do it, you want to trust that person, right? Or that company. And in order to get somebody who's trustworthy, you usually have to invest like a million dollars just to get the attention of a really good wealth management person. And then you're going to pay more than 1% per year in management fees. 1%, well, that's not a lot, right? It actually is a lot, especially as your money grows, they keep getting more and more and more and more and more. And uh, that's not how Wealthfront works. Their philosophy is this really great advisement, this really great system to, to, uh, to, to invest, this should be available to everyone and it should be affordable for everyone. So what they do is they say for accounts under $10,000, uh, they don't charge uh, any management fee at all. So you don't pay any trading commissions. You don't, you don't uh, pay anything really for, for those accounts. And once it goes over 10000 their management fee is only 0.25% per year, but they have a special deal for listeners of this show. Go to Wealthfront.com slash 5x5, and they'll manage your first $15,000 entirely free of charge for life. So that means in addition to not paying commissions, there are no hidden fees. You won't even pay the management fees on your first fifteen k. And once you go over that, because eventually you will, right? You're investing. Then it'll be only 0.25%. So go check them out. We appreciate you, Wealthfront. Wealthfront.com slash 5x5. Thanks, Wealthfront. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. I got a I lot nervous, of... I, I get nervous about that one because, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't want to get it wrong because you're talking about money. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. A lot of what have yous. But they can go there and they can read about it. Let them, let you go, them go, you go and you read about it. You go read about it. That's the thing, you know? Money, it's important. Yeah. They just got the wrong with that. Um, We got time for what? Maybe probably two more? Yeah, two, two, five, seven more. Okay, give me uh, give me another one from you. All right, I'm gonna I'm trying to pick one that's uh, that's a little bit different, a little bit fun. Uh, and and this this one is is neither different nor fun. It's a CyberPower oh, nice. CP three five zero SLG. It's a little UPS, but usually when you think of UP, UPS, that's uninterruptible power supply. Usually when you think of those, you think of these sort of very large, bulky, heavy batteries. You know, these these dark colored black batteries that plug into a wall and power your server or whatever. This is different. It's a compact version and it uh, it is six outlets on it. Wow. It, it doesn't have it's designed more like if you could imagine just a really bloated, bulky power strip on steroids. It's more like that than it is like a, a traditional UPS. And these things are really great. You don't know how many things in your house get screwed up when uh, when you lose power. And we don't lose power that much, especially in Texas compared to when I lived in Florida where it was all the time. So, you know, you plug stuff in and you forget about it. And then a storm comes through or something happens and you lose power. And you're like, oh, man, all this stuff that we had. So one thing that you and I have talked about a lot is that we use white noise and things like that at night. Uh, while while we sleep, especially for the kids, it, it helps them sleep, and it's uh it's a really nice thing. But if you've ever been sleeping, and you have the white noise machine on, uh, and then the uh, the power goes out, mm-hmm. well, this this kind of sucks because those things turn off, and you get woken up in a very weird kind of a state of mind. So it occurred to me that, yeah, I have all these UPSs at work for the computers there. Maybe there's something available for, you know, like home use. And yes, you you could probably plug a computer into this just fine. You certainly could plug it in. It would last uh, for for a while. I don't know how long it would last compared to the big 
UPS ones, but for smaller oh, devices. I, I get out. I, I get out what you're saying. Instead of the giant, giant block you use for to keep all your server-ish office right. stuff running and this not is like crashing. Home, home stuff, small stuff. I get what you're saying. That would even still be good. I mean, I'm guessing like for something like I guess not your computer, but like you like your router and your airport. Yep, I've got that stuff plugged into to one also. Oh wow, and that's a really good. I should do that. It's really nice. I've got my cable modem huh. plugged into it. I got my Apple uh, router plugged into it, uh, in in the one, and I even went ahead and plugged in like the Apple TV to it too, because it's you know it's one less thing. So that if you're sitting there and like the power goes off, you don't. It's just like three or four things less. That you don't have to reset anymore while you're walking around. Uh, we also have a couple really nice fish tanks uh, in the house, and they if if power goes out, well, that can be really bad because what happens is the nitrifying bacteria will die inside the filter. You don't Jiminy. want that. So yeah, nope. and then be and 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 so here, imagine this, Merlin. Just mm. imagine mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Let's say power goes out, and let's say that it's oh out for a few hours. Now the fish will survive. They will they will last for. A, a while. Yeah, but what about the what the nitro nitro inhabitus bacteria? That the nitrifying bacteria is going to die. Oh my god! And not only will it die, the the especially if you have like a canister filter, uh, all of the water in the canister filter will become essentially dead bacteria poison. That when power, oh my gosh, is, this is like a star, this is like a Star Trek. Yeah, this is terrible. Yeah. And when power is, is turned back on, and it will then pump this uh this poison into the tank and then that can even kill the fish so you just plug it plug it into this it keeps it going and most of the time you know you don't lose power for that long but this will work uh and it's really good and i try i've tried a few different ones this one is by a company called cyber power and i'm not uh, i'm not really familiar (laughs) with their work uh prior to this i was always a ups uh, apc ups fan there there is an apc version of this same kind of thing, it is a number one bestseller. It gets really, really good reviews, uh, but it's like twenty bucks more, and uh, I didn't really see any advantage to it. This thing has been working fine. I've got like three or four of these. I've been using them for years. You you can disable the little bell uh, that the buzzer sound or you know like sound that it makes when the power goes off by holding down the power button it'll do a little beep and then you've turned it off so that if it happens at night we've had the power go off at night and and nothing was interrupted no one even knew didn't make a sound so these are these are great 40 bucks that's really cool i've added it to the cart (laughs) and it's um i mean i'm tempted to say it's like a fat power strip but it's it is bigger than that but it's not like the size of a usual ups right it's big yeah all right. All right. Cool. I like that. That's that's a, that's a good use case for that. Man, I should have picked more gadgets. Mine are all like fuzzy wuzzy things. Uh, 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 uh this is boring. Movies boring. Should pick more gadgets. Um, uh, oh, whoa, whoa, wait, you've got movies in there, right? Yeah, I got movies, but is that too boring? No. All right. All right. Here's uh here's a Twitter to follow. I forgot about this. Uh, Jason Snell mentioned this on a episode of Up- upgrade we recorded the other day amazon movie reviews you ever go to amazon movie reviews i don't think i have done that amazon movie reviews are uh movie reviews from amazon uh the one that's pinned to the top right now jason mentioned uh wolf of wall street one star there were no wolves in this movie <laughs> i like that um let's see dora the explorer one star you saw it yourself the hatred in her eyes the spite on her tongue dora is the devil in spanish i happen to know about damnation and how it affects the minds of children the show's a ploy for attention it poisons my heart to watch a show that enforces the antichrist through against god and the church 
Um, let's see. What's some other good ones here? Zootopia. One star, dark and disturbing. Watch <laughs> this to review for my grand, granddaughter, age eight. It started out hopeful that it was going to be good. Then it kept getting darker. And then the quote unquote nude animals entered the movie. Oh. Um, reading Rainbow. One star. Mindless and completely idiotic. This man, LeVar Burton, is a far-left, social, liberal, militant black man, in my opinion. <laughs> he starts the program rapping and speaking like a ghetto person. Oh, my God. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. One star. Whoops. Pay zero attention to this review. I got drunk and ordered it. Passed out in the first five minutes. <laughs> That's at uh, AMZN. Well, just go look it up. It's spelled funny. Amazon Movie Reviews. Uh, the movies I was going to recommend, uh, and I, I probably mentioned both of them, but I'm going to mention them again. Um, the movie Green Room. Um, go get this. Um, you know what I discovered is um, on when you go to the iTunes store, there's this section, and I don't know what, what editorial or algorithmic thinking goes into this, but the only section I ever spend much time on, apart from just buying what I want, is uh, I think it's called Recently Discovered. And there will frequently be some kind of interesting, like weird indie film, stuff you wouldn't expect. I think that's where I first saw The Lobster show up, which is a great movie. Oh, right, right. Um, but like, have a look at that. But in there right now, you'll see Green Room, and Green Room is from the guy who um, he also did Blue Ruin. Um, Green Room, I'm not gonna say too much about it, but trust me, <laughs> I'm so scared to spoil things for people now. I'm so beat up about spoilers. But basically, Green Room is a story about a punk rock band that gets over, get in, gets in over their head in something, and uh, and it's it's a really I learned about this from Todd Vaziri on the internet. Uh, you should always follow Todd's recommendations. He makes Star Wars. So check out Green Room. That's really good. Other one that just showed up in the last week or two on iTunes. Uh, I think I mentioned this. Yeah, I did mention this probably on last week's episode, the Wiener documentary. Yeah, about, you mentioned um, that. I still have yeah, not I seen did. that. But I'm going to just mention it because uh, I thought it was really good. And it's it's coming up kind of again because now his wife, who was an aide to Hillary Clinton, is all in the news this week because more of the email stuff being reviewed. But those are two that I'd really recommend. It's a good one. We got to go soon. We yeah. got to go soon. Yeah. You got another one? Give me another one. I'll, you, you, you give me one and I'll come up with another gadget. All right. Uh, nah, not that one. Not that. Not that. I'll, not give that. You, I'll give you the choice. Do you want uh, tooth toothbrush or safety earmuffs? Toothbrush. Duh. Toothbrush. Okay. I went to the dentist, uh, you know, a few months ago. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Uh, I know. And, uh, and I... They talked to me about toothbrushes in there, and I had had for a very long time, and I had the unfortunately named Oral B uh, toothbrush. I'd been using it for a long time, and it was starting. That's my, to have- that's my secret, my secret rap name. Sort <laughs> <laughs> of for Bobby. Yeah, they oh, uh, Bobby. It, it had it had finally sort of was kicking the bucket. The battery was running out. You'd only get like half a brush out of uh, toothbrush time out of the battery. So it's time to wow. get something new. And I went to the dentist and they, they have uh, clearly their shills for, for the Philips Sonicare brand because it's, uh, it's literally it's everywhere. And like you walk in and they're like, Oh, uh, Dan, come on back. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I just bump you with my Felix, uh, Philips Sonicare flex care platinum rechargeable electric toothbrush? Never mind that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's at the HX 911 or the 912. Grace. Yeah. Grace. So it's, uh, you know, never mind that. And you sit down and whoops. So oh, let me, let me take this, uh, Philips Sonicare flex care platinum rechargeable toothbrush out of the seat. I must have inadvertently left it there when you sat down sorry to spill this ream of paper on you oh on every one of them is an ad for the philips sonicare flex care platinum rechargeable right. white edition hx9112 right. oh butterfingers well i thought after you know an hour or so in there uh that it 
that they they were so excited about it that I said, okay, oh, yeah. you know what? I'll call. I'll get an order from Amazon. Call them up. Have them send it to me. Call them up. And this is the most money I've ever spent this on a costly toothbrush. On a toothbrush. I think if you added up all of the toothbrushes that I've bought in my yep. forty three years of life, it mm. would not add up to the cost of just this one toothbrush and Jiminy. Uh, I, I here's what i will say about it i will say i really like it it seems to be doing a really really good job and that is based on two things one uh my teeth feel very good after i've used it and two when i had my follow-up dentist appointment i sat down and the hygienist came in and she's in there looking around she you know the little thing little thing and and it seemed to take almost no time at all. And I said, how am I doing? She said, oh, you're doing great. I said, great. She's like, yeah, really great. I said, okay. I said, uh, on a scale of one to 10, where one is, uh, you know, is, 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 is no tartar plaque, nothing. And 10 is the worst case that you've ever seen in your whole life. Where would I go? And she's like, <laughs> maybe a one. Yeah. So that's nice. That's, that's nice my to endorsement. Hear. I- I have, our family is a Philips Sonicare family. Something I mentioned here before, they make a kid's toothbrush. This is going to sound very silly. That's the Bluetooth thing with the dancing app? Yeah, yeah. If you want to get your kid, if your kid likes the iPhone, doesn't want to brush their teeth, you can hit them. Hit them with the toothbrush. No, no, it's a Bluetooth toothbrush that like, you basically make sure you brush for two minutes and you get little awards and stuff. But no, basically I have the cheap version of this toothbrush and I like it a lot. It's, uh, I'll tell you, you notice when you don't use it. My test is always the back of my lower front teeth hmm. it feels like gritty right or something yeah like i know i haven't done enough with the build up there that's no good but no i, I like the phillips family they invented cds they did do that out, didn't they but them and sony maybe i'm not sure turns out ancient history all right i gotta go in a minute so here i got two more now i'm, I'm just coming up with stuff from that i bought um uh the gravity falls journal three if your kid likes gravity falls or you like gravity falls yourself and you, you you know what the journal is you know what the journal three is get the journal three it's really cool if you're into the show uh, it's basically exactly what you'd expect it's it's the book and it's got lots of explanations for like what's going on in it and the spells and god what a good show and the gravity falls journal three is a great thing for your kid who likes gravity falls now this is a very practical one and very boring um the urnex kafisa espresso machine cleaner 20 ounces this is a um 20 ounce uh canister of stuff for cleaning espresso machines. And I first learned about it from my friends at the, uh, at Brown Owl Coffee. And, uh, they, this thing, this stuff is the best for, I use it for my coffee cleaner. You can use it for your, uh, what's the pushy thing called? The, uh, you know, the pushy thing. Yeah, the pushy use. thing. What's that called? You push, you push, you push your coffee, you push a, push a tongs on pl- it. Plunger. It? Plunger. Anyway, any press coffee bot, French press. French bot, French bot, you, so get this stuff and it's great. It's, it's, you put in even like a tablespoon of this into whatever you want to clean, put a bunch of hot water in there. It feels real greasy. I think it's very basic probably as in a base, uh, but it's very strong and it cleans the junk off of stuff and makes your coffee taste good again. It's called, uh, Kafisa. And I think it's in show notes or it is now. Anticlimactic. What a way to end it. Coffee cleaner. Yeah. Woof. Uh. What else have I got that I love? I'll tell you, man, iOS 10, Jiminy Christmas. I'm really, really loving it. I put it after your recommendation last week. I went ahead and, uh, and chucked it on the, the iPad. It's great. Isn't it great? Yeah. And it's, I, again, I want to be very clear. I'm not counseling people to put it on there. I cannot be responsible if it causes you problems. 
But what's cool is, you know, all my developer pals are using it. So I'm getting some dynamite, uh, just regular release software and especially betas that are just bananas with what it's doing with iOS 10. I'm excited about, about this. I, I, I will, I'm not going to touch Sierra for a good long time, but I have iOS 10 on all my devices. Not recommending it, but I have it on all my devices and knock on everything. It's been fantastic. It's made the watch, watchOS 2, watchOS 3, whatever I have in the new one on my watch. Uh-huh. Man, it really makes it good. You like that? Yes. Yes. The little dock thing is great. Um, the Breathe app tells me to breathe every three hours. Tons of stuff to really like about this. And basically, it's just, it's usable now. It's really, it's not perfect, but boy, is it ever better. It's, it's feels about twice as good as what used to be on there. So that brings us up to uh, time to start closing it down. All right. We'll probably return at some point to our update series. I've been looking at that and trying to think about how we, what we can talk about without repeating ourselves. But um, Have you been trying to look at what we could talk about without repeating ourselves? I mean, well, what I'd like to do is hopefully not repeat ourselves in okay. what we talk about. Document collaboration is one. I think it's really interesting to think about or just how working in teams has changed yeah. in yeah. the last decade. Um, yeah. I like a that. S- sense of impending death, something to think about. <laughs> right, something a lot, that, more, a lot more present than it was 10 years ago. Oh, you're, you're not kidding. Yeah, borrow time, buddy. <sighs> All right, let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.